Ramble. And just like the fact that I knew that my family would be on the other side of my door and I'm not able to hug them or say hello to them was like really painful. I just, I put my name down in the reservation and that's it. I didn't say anything about Smosh. And he had this whole thing set up with like Smosh music playing. Yeah, we literally like, came out to Tomahawk Chop. Tomahawk Chop. Yeah. <laughs> Damien, can I ask you a question? Yes. Have you ever had your ass kicked at a bar before? No, certainly not by that guy. No way. <laughs> <laughs> My backup plan of having giant bags of protein powder that are meal replacements that uh, if I ever have to use, I mean, hey, I can just yeah. use that. And I don't have to get that at a grocery store. I ordered you that come Amazon. out of Corona, just a muscle. Well, hello, everyone. This is a bit of a special podcast because we are recording from our own homes. Uh, we've never done this before, and we're using microphones we've never used before and cameras we've never used before. So I apologize if there's any hiccups. Uh, but it was a very lovely conversation, and I hope you enjoy. Here it is. Welcome. This is oh my the, God. the Smosh cast. Um, what is up, guys? We're, I can't believe we're all in the same house, hanging out in the same room, back oh in the studio. <laughs> it's so speckle. It's so speckle. Yes. And uh, this is the all the same studio. Yeah. Uh, nothing is different. It's shout out to same. everyone out there listening to this from their homes. You should be nowhere else but your home. That's exactly. Right. Except uh, if you're listening to a podcast while you're working in the hospitals and helping people, so that's fine. I mean, yes, that is. Thank that you is for the what exception. you're doing. Appreciate you. So, I mean, a lot of the people are going to be listening to this, so they're not going to really see any difference. They might, you might hear a small difference, and that's because we are all recording this podcast from our individual homes mm-hmm. in the safety yeah. of our homes. We are that's quarantined. Right. We are doing the safe, responsible thing. We are not mm-hmm. getting sick, and we are not getting other people sick, which is if the there's most anyone part. that should be quarantining, it's probably the people that met hundreds of people all over a different continent, and we're on six different planes within a week and a half. That's yeah. correct. Yowza! Yowza! Yeah, it's a lot, but it was what a fun. Time. Though. It was it was a, a lot of fun. Time, yeah. It felt like. It felt like, and we can get into this deeper in a moment, but it felt like the the last hurrah before this sort of like crazy world yeah. event. Yeah, Shane, well, were you saying that it was the last convention ever? Probably? I, I mean, well, I was saying, hey, here we are, literally um, performing at what will probably be the last convention of 2020. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it literally it was Saturday. That we were doing that last show uh, where we were playing Quiplash on stage, and then, I mean that that's the last you could have done anything. We were we had to come back home and go inside after that. Yeah, but thank God we got back home because I remember like the vibe was so chill. Like we kept checking in with people back home, and we were like, "Wow, like things are going crazy in LA," but like people just need to wash their hands and it's fine. And then like the last three days of the trip, we all just sort of went like. <laughs> Like it was just yeah. it it hit right yeah, yeah. It, the vibe was very different the first half and then when we landed in Gold Coast was yeah when so let's the let's explain changed. first let's explain first why we were even in Australia we were in Australia for a um, sort of like a it's like the biggest like the Comic Con like convention that Australia puts on called Supernova. And they invited us out there. Uh, Supernova. Yes, yeah, They invited us out there to do some meet and greets and uh, play some games. And we were like, oh, free trip to Australia? Okay. And uh, we had an awesome time. And also we have like a lot of Australian fans that we've never gotten yeah. to like connect with as we would at like yeah. a big con or a comic con. Yeah. So like. That was our. That's our third largest audience, right? Is the Australian audience? Is that I think right? So yeah. Wow. Yeah. It so, felt yeah. it felt bigger when we were there because I have never been recognized more. Yeah. Than that's Australia. So yeah. polite too. First we went to Melbourne and we did the convention there, and we had we had a week between uh, Melbourne and Gold Coast. So what we did was we went into Sydney uh, between that time, and then we did a little meet and greet at uh, Madame Tussauds. That was Next so funny. The, you know, like we literally witnessed the shift 
of like the seriousness of the virus while we we're in Australia because mm-hmm. uh, we did a meet and greet in Melbourne and we were like, yeah, it's probably okay to like t- like hug people and and you know take things from them and you know shake their hands and then and then Sydney happened and it was like still okay and then when it came to Gold Coast we we're like okay, we probably shouldn't be shaking hands with people, hugging people, coming in close yeah. contact. So the the mean greet, we're just doing like air high fives and yeah, like standing distance well, from people. Before we got to air high five, though, we were like, we shouldn't touch anyone at all. Like it's a rule. I, I think everybody will understand. We've got to protect them. They've got to protect us. And then the first couple people were like, what if we just bump elbows? And it was just still rubbing each other's arms. And we were like, it yeah. was double elbows, which it was even double closer. Elbows. The double yeah. elbows. We were borderline going to make out face, with everyone. Yeah, your face is a, an inch apart from theirs. It was yes. like, oh. That's not how you do it. The normal elbow touch is supposed to be from the side, not like this. So I don't know why. Yeah, it was just breathing in each other's eyes. It was a dumb. It was a dumb idea, but uh, but they were sweet about it, and fans were all cool about it, and they understood. Yeah, Yeah. do you imagine? And being like, oh, because of a pandemic, you're not going to give me a hug and a kiss on the cheek for a photo. You're going to yeah. kiss me. It's like, yeah. that is correct. Because of the pandemic, I'm not going to give you a hug. Like, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was super cool about it. Though. They were. I think what shifted the tone for me is when we landed in Gold Coast, immediately, within an hour of landing, we get texts on our phones saying that uh, the U.S. is closing uh, travel from Europe. So we're like, oh crap, like we're gonna get stuck here because yeah. we're gonna cut did, off travel. Did everyone's parents like message yes. them and tell them to come home now? My, My mom, mom was, was telling me to do that. And she was like, sweetie, not to panic you, but Trump just closed all travel to Europe. I think Australia's next. You guys should consider adjusting. And yada yada. And I was like, oh my again, my mom is a panicker, but that was the first time I've ever been like, you know what? Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah, we should do yeah. that. Well, my, like a- su- my mom was suggesting I get home sooner before that. Sh- it was like, it was like six days before we were planning on coming back. And my mom was like, this is not looking good. She's like, you probably should try to get back sooner. And she was right because if we had been there longer, if we were there now, it would have. We would have still probably been able to get back, but it just would have taken a lot longer and it would have been a way bigger deal. Yeah. The airline we took closed off 90% of its international travel like right after we got home. So it's like. Yeah. Yeah. We joked about it. We were like, what if we got stuck in Australia? It's not the worst place to be because we were having such an amazing time. But then as things got like really serious, it was like, oh my gosh, I'm scared. I just want to get home. I just want to be safe. Oh, oh, also, also within getting within an hour of getting Gold Coast. Tom Hanks got diagnosed with coronavirus in Gold Coast. Yeah. yeah. And so we were like, oh, great. <laughs> so no, it, was, it was Melbourne, which we had just left. So it was like even worse because it was like, oh, he was in the timeline when we were there. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I had that was the best vacation I think ever was mm. Australia, man. We mm. ate and I'm glad we got to do so much. Like we got to eat the best food, literally the best food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and see amazing sights. We literally it's almost like we knew we were going to be stuck in all our caves for a long time because yeah. we just did one big hurrah before. We yeah. were we never I was hardly ever in my hotel room. Like we would wake up and be out by 9am and we'd get back home at like midnight every night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it was like a sightseeing vacation for sure and an experiential vacation for sure. But I also like it was the kind that you get home and you're just exhausted because you're yeah. like, I didn't I didn't sit down for a minute for a week yeah. and a half. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I was my so this Apple Watch has been actually saving me throughout all this, like not sponsored. I don't think Apple will ever sponsor me in my life because I'm not cool <laughs> enough. But this thing like was tracking how much we were moving around and, and like I like and it's actually helped me here because if I'm sitting too long, it'll buzz and be like, all right, time to stand up. And it's like recommends how much I should exercise and walk around each day. So I'm not just like sitting on my ass all day. But this, we were moving around. We were walking so much. Ian, you were walking a lot. You like would choose not to get in the car with us and just walk home. <laughs> yeah, but that's just because he like, thought we, we were infected. We, uh, we had this. <laughs> we had this cooties. We went to this one like super baller restaurant in Melbourne and uh, I'll, I'll get on to that later. But but he suggested the guy that was like 
serving us or whatever sent me like an email like suggestion list of places we could eat in Sydney. So mm-hmm. I found this place uh, that was like it was on the other side of like Sydney and it was like an hour till the reservation. I was like, I'll just see you guys there. And I just walked. But then I realized I was going to be late. So then I started running there. Oh, <laughs> then my we were God. Late. You ran? Yeah. yeah then you I, still. Yeah. So wait, yeah. why were you doing that? Well, why were you running we were, and walking so we much? Were, why were you running? A lot of food. I mh. was eating my gosh dang heart out. I wanted to offset that a little bit, so I was trying to offset. exercise as much as possible. Makes sense. That's fair. I will say between quarantine and walking around in Australia, I've definitely slimmed down a bit. I don't know about anybody else, but hey, be, having very rationed food really helps. <laughs> yeah, kidding, I caught don't. myself literally doing the scene in every quarantine ever where I'm just eating more and more snacks. Last oh, night really? I got real snacky. But other than that, like I'm pretty good pretty good about it i'm working on my covid bod so i've been COVID bod yeah so what's your covid bod like i'm just like i like i told you guys earlier i'm looking i'm i'm looking to get out of this looking like last season of parks and rec chris pratt so when he was prepping for guardians yeah exactly yeah he's gonna start doing steroids from the safety of his own home right oh that's true (laughs) is steroids considered an essential um item that you could still get in california sure have you been working out though actually i have yeah what do you what do you have what do i have yeah so it's day eight what like what do you have in your household that are you're using to work out well so i have a yoga mat so i've been doing a lot of like sit-ups leg lifts like Little side nice. boys. I don't know what you call them. Push ups. Oh, they're called side I boys. Have side boys. Okay, good. Side boys. Um, doing push ups. Uh, I have these like adjustable like dumbbells. Uh, oh, so you can adjustable. Like, flex ones. Fancy. Yeah. So you Damn can, it. Like, I wish I had those. Yeah. Actually, uh, Anthony gave them to me like three or four years ago. Oh, and nice. He's like, I'm not, he's like, I'm not using these anymore. Do you want them? I was like, sure. And I like I probably used them like three times, three or four times in the past like four years, and now I'm using them like all the time. And it's I wish I had those. I just don't have room in my apartment. Yeah, Yeah. all I have is I have these. So literally back when I lived with Wes, I got these eight pound little hand weights and uh 2.5 pound ankle weights that's literally all i have here and i have a yoga mat and i've been like olivia sending me ab workout videos where there's this girl literally in the snow doing an ab workout and you like follow along (laughs) but like i before all this happened i was personal training like hardcore Mm -hmm, was lifting a lot of weight was doing a lot of weight training so like i'm struggling a little bit i really wish that i like had more stuff to be able to keep up with what I was doing before. I mean, I think you could, do, I mean, like there, there's so many exercises that you can do in home without any equipment. Um, yeah. And obviously like YouTube is such an awesome resource for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you just have to. Yeah. You know, put a, but put a you know, like just, I was doing, I'm doing all those squats and stuff, but like I normally would be doing all those squats with a 15 pound weight in each hand. Like I right. just, I don't have. I don't know. Yeah. I gotta Do you got a sack of fill rice? up some suitcases or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think the thing that's been sort of holding me back on that is like Amazon is sort of tapering off deliveries that don't have anything to do with essential like medical supplies. I know. So everything you want to get delivered is like a week from now. But at the same time, it's like, all right, if you order it now, you get it in a week. Like the pull-up bar that I have in here is like bone cheap and is very reliable. It has never broken on me and I, I'm much heavier than y'all. Um They've also got like those adjustable uh, hand weights like you were talking about. They have like more low key versions of them. So you don't have to drop $300 on like that brick that they have there. I mean, yeah. also like, um, what are they called? Resistance bands, things like that. Um, I feel like I for less than those. 30, 40 dollars, you can have those a straight up, you know, stacked set in your place. Yeah. And I feel like because I I never do core workout in the gym because I, I just I'm you too self conscious. Core yeah, well, they also have like no. Well, core is not overrated. I'm kidding. But they I'm never kidding. give you. Yeah, they give you like no spaces in the gym right. for floor mats and stuff. You, there's like enough for like eight people, maybe. To yeah. Do it in a good gym. And I also and feel like I all the mats that exist doing... in a gym had coronavirus before coronavirus was a thing. Like they're disgusting. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm. I'm actually like. I think I'm gonna cancel my. I might cancel. Well. I, I think I will cancel my gym membership because I don't think it's safe to go for probably another year or something. Mm -hmm. I hate that long-term horizon, bro. Like, that's what's really upsetting. Dude, dude, the fact that 
VidCon literally two hours ago sent out an email that VidCon US is canceled and they're trying to do it in the fall, but like, really, are they going to be able to do it in the fall? Probably not. And that's like, used to be my favorite thing about this job. We don't know. Like, we can, we could say, oh, we're going to be dealing with this for three years or we're going to be dealing with this for two months. We don't know. I mean, that's, that's the real answer. I mean, I, I think they are planning it for fall because it's like, it, if it is, if they are able to do it in fall, they would hate to postpone it to next year and then have it be available in fall and be like, oh, we're screwed. But they we are screwed anyway, because uh, VidCon, like, is it's a great thing to have during the summer because a lot of fans are still in right. school. And yeah. so they're really screwed. They're, that's they're true. Like, it's a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday thing. Like, I guess that's true. I didn't think about the school year thing. I mean, they'd probably push it to be like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. Um, uh, what was the one thing for y'all that like sort of made it sink in? Because I know for myself, when it comes to like long-term things, it doesn't hit me where it's like, we could do this for a year. And I'm like, guess we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But it's sometimes like the little stuff, like maybe a, a VidCon or a Renaissance Fair being canceled, things like that, oh, uh, that makes it hit. Fair. like. For for me, it was like I had, a, I had a voiceover booking that like they were like, hey, do you have like an at home studio that you can record in that's like perfectly soundproof? And I was like, oh. no, I'm just in my room. And they were like, all right, well, then we're going to have to cancel this until further notice. And that was the first thing that made me go like, OK, so like, did you guys have one of those where you're like, oh, this is. But Damien, that's why you that's why you just lie, Damien. You want my recording quality to sound like this? Yeah, they wouldn't have believed you. They would know. I think the thing that made me feel, well, the the long-term thing, I still, like, I feel I'm still kind of trying to grasp. Mm-hmm. But the thing that made this feel real was, like, when we were heading back and, like, my family was texting me. Because, obviously, with everything we did, like, it's a miracle if we don't have it. Like, at the very least... We have to be carriers. I don't We've know. I'm I'm hella paranoid. Like we had to have at least been carrying at some point. <laughs> everything we did, we are open carry. No, we are we are. Uh, open what is it? Carry, Hidden. Concealed we are, carry. We're concealed carrying coronavirus right now, guys. But when my family was like offering, they started offering. They're like, hey, like send us a a grocery list and we can leave stuff at your door because I can't come in contact with them at all especially my dad because i was paranoid because he's been like coughing since his flu in december so i i was like hell no i cannot risk any of that and the fact that like they got all the supplies together and and just like the fact that i knew that my family would be on the other side of my door and i'm not able to hug them or say hello to them was like really painful and then it's it's tough because we neglect – I mean, I feel like I've neglected connecting with people through the phone for so long because I've, all my friends I work with and see every day and then my family is so close, so I see them like every weekend. So it wasn't until I'm like, I literally can't see my family and now I'm doing like group FaceTime with my whole family in a group chat and it's like, it's crazy, man. It's, it's so weird. I, like never ever thought I would experience this in my lifetime, but that's what made no, it feel real to me. I don't think anybody did and I think it's weird for – specifically our generation because we we haven't had anything big that's been this close to home since like the first thing I can think of not to get us too crazy on this topic is like being in fourth grade and seeing 9-11 happen on the tv and being like wow this is real this is close to home I think this is the first thing that our generation has seen where like people were afraid of the Cuban missile crisis back in the day and thought their homes were going to be blown up and like this is it's on a national scale people have been in this state of sort of fear before but this is first time for us so a lot of us are like learning how yeah to cook i feel like there's the always lots time. of jokes online millennial there's always jokes online about millennials how they they aren't saving their money they aren't buying homes because like the world's gonna end mm-hmm. anyway there's always jokes about the world no the world's not ending oh, but like you know what i mean what about you guys when when did this really hit for you guys um i <laughs> oh god what is happening N- well, I'm just trying to figure out how the heck I'm supposed to go on dates, man. Oh, yeah, you can't to, follow leads anymore. Am I going to have to – no, how am I supposed to follow leads on, on FaceTime? I'm not going to do that. But then I was also thinking, like, that's so funny because, like, on, like, da- people's dating profiles, like, the most basic things that be like, I like to travel. I like to go to bars. And that's, like, their personality. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, now you can't do either of those things. So you're forced to find something actually creative yeah. and interesting to do. It's it's a disruption to life, but it's like 
I, I do enjoy that meme that's going around where it's like your grandparents had to go to war. Your only job is this, like literally the, the way you could save the world is by staying home and watching TV. It's not yeah. that hard. Just do it. Yeah. I'm hearing rumors that El Salvador is like looking to postpone like rent and bills like in general oh, wow. for yeah. for yeah. A long, for like uh, a couple months. I don't know if it's been approved yet, but they're working toward it. Which yeah. is really cool. I'm very, I, we we don't have to get talk about this for too much because people come here to escape and not so much keep hearing totally. about the problems. But true, I, true. I small businesses, man, support them when you can while you still can. Thank yeah. you for indulging me on that too because I like I realized the other day I was like. You know, we're all very aware of how globally this is a very big deal, but like, I think everybody should take five minutes every day and just let themselves feel the selfish thing of like, I'm really bummed I don't get to go to this place today. I'm really bummed I don't get to go to this event and that the event was canceled. Because like, you're gonna lose that very human part of yourself that like, cares about the little things, if not. Like, people have it worse, absolutely. But just like, be selfish for a minute, you know? For sure. Yeah, I think, what I appreciated, Damien, was when we were texting the other day, you reminded me to FaceTime my family. And I was like, oh, yeah, I need to freaking do that more often. And I, yeah. it, it's definitely worth it. So if there's any advice I can give to people listening, it's FaceTime people that you're thinking about. Just Totally. And check in with your friends who maybe, you know, I think Seth Everman tweeted this the other day. A lot of people who have mental health issues have come like combat that by having a good routine and like Mm -hmm. keeping themselves in a normal space by doing that and the routines of everybody right now are broken so like checking on those people and just be like hey thinking about you just i think that can mean the world and like also i guess finding finding a way to to give whether not and not just not just money but but just like to friends like make sure that they they have what they need if you have something that you can give them unless it's toilet paper (laughs) yes give me i've been trying to so I had I had Steal my friend. <laughs> so like so we were in Australia when when the shit started going down. Australia was the first dummies to uh, freak out about toilet paper, and then obviously America followed suit. But when it was happening in Australia, my friend was like, "Hey, do you need anything?" I was like, "Yeah, can you pick up some like things for me, especially toilet paper?" And because I was actually like straight up like out, I was like basically out. While I was gone, so luckily I'm I'm stocked up. I'm good. I have a I have a I have about a roll and three quarters. Oh well, dog, hit me up. I got you. I've been trying yeah. to give my TP away. Yeah. What? Yeah, I've been trying to. I've I've been like hitting up people. Be like, do you need anything? Do you need toilet paper? Because I have, dude. I have. That'd be amazing. Like, I have maybe like thirty rolls. Jesus. So. When I pick up that it when I pick up that pack. Roman soldier mask from you sometime tomorrow, can I grab that? Yes. Thing? Yeah. Thanks, man. I think I have a dozen rolls left, or I'm just gonna. I use such a small amount of toilet paper. I legitimately. Oh yeah, you're a think... one cheater, aren't you? I, yeah. <laughs> wow. I, literally, how I, lucky. I think I go through like I think I use twelve rolls a year. Wow. What, man? Shit. I remember. I remember. I think I it shit was three times a day. <laughs> I want to say that. I want to say that. I think it was like Gwyneth Paltrow or something like ten years ago. And she was like, she's like, people can use way less toilet paper. You only need to use one sheet. And everyone was like, I can't. Huh? I can't. I can't one sheet it, dude. Yeah. There's no I, way. I need two, maybe three, you know? Even that is like, what? And sometimes you got to get back in there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes sometimes you get mud butt. Every day, multiple times per day. Because apparently this is my brand now where we just talk about poop. But yeah, you guys, I can't believe it. How... What perfect little rabbit pellets do you guys blast on out of there? What little musket <laughs> balls do you drop into the God. flopping toilet where you have to use one sheet, maybe three on a bad day? I have to fold over three or four at once to even begin. I, I look, I don't require much, man. I, I don't know what to tell you. I will say that if if this is what it takes for America to adopt the Japanese toilet, I am all in. That is the one. Dude, bidets are not available. Bidets are not available at all. They're all sold out everywhere. So it has been done. People have done it. Oh, for real, for real. For real, for real. Go on have, Amazon right people now. People have it's like, but done it already. Good, good. We needed we needed to transition over. No, this whole situation is going to normalize bidets for sure. I feel like we've gone through enough disasters to have people wanting to use those. Disasters. Hey, <laughs> by the way, let's, here, let's, flip it, let's flip it to the other end of the body. I've been cooking a lot more. 
Hey. Whoa. By cooking, I mean mixing robins together. Oh, okay. You know those spicy robins that like YouTubers use for those mukbangs, the like yeah. crazy fire ramen? So yeah. I had some of those lying around um, for I was a YouTube video that I'm never going to make. I also have my favorite ramen that I get at grocery stores. It's like a spicy kimchi ramen. Ooh. So I was live streaming with Olivia. So some viewers got to see this, but I mixed them together, which was weird because the spicy, the fire ramen is a dry ramen. And then the kimchi one is obviously not. So I mixed them together to make one big boy ramen. It was like two different noodles and stuff, but it was pretty good. I'm pretty much. But that was like violently red. It was the broth was like blood, but it Ooh, it, did, yeah, it was good. I, I think the kimchi broth kind of dialed down the fire spice of the fire ramen. But the fire ramen's real spicy, but like so good. I think I'm gonna make more today. Now you gotta make Yum. you gotta make the um the ramdan or whatever they called it from uh, parasite. Oh, yeah. No, that's oh, yeah. what Olivia was talking about, or someone was talking about that. That is how they mix it up. It's like yeah. udon and ramen, right, or something? Yeah, it's like two different... It's like it's like one's like a spaghetti. It's like a ramen spaghetti or something like that. Um, and then, yeah, one's like a ramen packet, and then you just need, like, sauces and, and some meats. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I got eggs. Oh, I bet I could. There's, a like, a small business maybe that I could run and get eggs, and I could throw an egg on top of the ramen. Guys, I'm going to do it again. Whoa. Do it again. I was lucky enough to get eggs the other day, which was really cool. I went to the grocery store and like had to wait in line to get in as so many people do. But like an old man came out and was like, all right, everybody, they got milk in there. Milk products are in there. They got them. And he had, he had four gallons of milk in his extra, cart. Extra, and I was like, did he even here. work there? No, no, that's what I'm saying. He was coming out with his cart like he had just gotten out of line. But Aww. I was like, dude. You're not going to drink four gallons of milk before they expire. I know you're an old man. You're probably scared as we all are. But like, come on. That was like, you're looking at people that you're taking that stuff from being like, they got it in there. I haven't bought milk in years. Yeah, I bought milk for the first time because I felt like it was important. A lot of like the stuff I have here is like, uh, hamburger helper and like macaroni and cheese stuff just in case. Mm, Yeah, And then like my cereal, I use granola cereals and like, Almond milk was harder to find than regular milk oh, because bet. almond yeah. milk and oat milk, those don't expire as soon. So True. people are probably getting right. those instead. But uh, yeah, man, almond milk is really gross in macaroni and cheese. Don't do it. <laughs> my, no. my backup plan of having giant bags of protein powder that are meal replacements that uh, if I ever have to use... I mean, hey, I can just yeah. use that. And I don't have to <laughs> you come out of grocery store. I you come out of Corona, just a muscle. Yeah, just <laughs> like one biceps. Yeah. <laughs> what, are, what are your guys's, I tweeted this the other day, but like, what are your like easy, like quick meals that you know are gonna, you're gonna have for a long time or like won't expire or like, cause I have like, I said that I do buttered pasta with like Parmesan and a little bit of Cholula. But um, another one is like there's this canned chili that I really like, and I'll cook that up and I'll use. Ooh, Trader Joe's to turkey chili is dank. Yeah, chili's good, man. It's canned, so. Hell yeah. Hey, Courtney, do you remember when I, I opened up one of your chili cans and yeah. smeared it all over my face? Oh yeah, in the video that's never gonna come out. Yep. Yep. That was do the fun. fans know that we did a we did a uh, invading Courtney's apartment, but we never no. we never posted it. No, I think. I thought they For did. I, thought we, I feel reasons. like we brought it up at least once. I'm sure we brought it up a little bit, but yeah, dude, yeah. you guys were insane. Shane farted on my rug. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then you had to throw it out because of the hole in it. Yeah. yeah Courtney had <laughs> to. Courtney burning. had to move after because we destroyed it so badly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good time. Simpler times. I'm glad I love my home. Do you guys have any? easy go-to go to recipes yeah what are your meals i do like i like to doctor up already pre-made things so like this is gonna sound really bougie but i'll take like a, a campbell's chunky of like either their gumbo their chicken gumbo or split pea soup or clam chowder and so okay for example clam chowder i'll put it in the bowl and then i'll microwave it almost to where it's done and then i'll sprinkle truffle salt on the top and add in Ooh. goat cheese and mix it in and the goat cheese makes it taste like it is actually cream based as opposed to being just sort of that weird condensed soup feel that's not actually cream or whatever and it tastes like a restaurant made uh clam chowder and so that's always good and then my family has this really good turkey meatballs recipe so i've got some like i froze some uh ground turkey because i was lucky enough to grab some just add in some egg usually we use oats but i've got italian breadcrumbs because i got what i got uh parmesan cheese in the meatballs bake them in the oven and then 
Wow, that's pretty sweet. That's Hell pretty yeah. good. I've I've eaten insanely simply for a long time. Uh, so I've I've actually had not had to adjust too much. Like something that I'll eat a lot. Uh, well, for instance, I'll make scrambled eggs, but I'll throw in cherry tomatoes, garlic, um, maybe olives and capers and stuff just to spice it up. Yum. Um, and then uh, I'll make hard boiled eggs a lot because then you can just. Pop those, oh, those in at any so time. Good. But a thing that I've been having lately because uh, Greek yogurt's not been that hard to get is I'll take some, I'll take a thing of Greek yogurt, pop it open, I'll put some blueberries or raspberries in there, and then I'll take a spoonful of honey and then just plop the spoon into the yogurt and mix that around. And then I'll just have that for like breakfast. Oh my awesome. gosh, can I tell you a really, okay, I want to hear your easy meal, Ian, but I also discovered a cool new breakfast. But also fuck you. But also fuck you. It's about me still. About me, please. So I found, I was able to get my hand on everything bagels. Okay. And I was like, hell yeah. So this morning I was like, I'll make bagels and cream cheese. I throw the bagels in the toaster and I'm like, wait, I don't have any cream cheese. All I have is butter. So I did butter and then I realized I have honey. I was like, okay. So I just put butter on it and I put a tiny bit of honey on everything bagel. And then I put some cinnamon sugar and some red pepper flakes. And it was really good. Yo, like that's an A plus depression moment. meal, and I am here for it. <laughs> Honest, honestly, you know, we just got back from Australia and we laughed at it, but now is probably the best time to have Vegemite because that stuff would probably like be really good mm-hmm. for your body mm-hmm. and like I don't know. What's well, a lot of vitamin I took an B? Took immunity shot this morning. Easily spread that onto anything. I've been chewing antacids like candy to deal with the uh, anxiety tummy. <laughs> <laughs> no. What do you make, Ian? Did you say it already? I didn't oh know. yeah. Well, you know, because of the because the whole crisis and everything, I had to downgrade from my usual wagyu steak to uh, to a hanger steak. Hanger uh, steak's delicious. Are you insane? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, he's, ki- he's, um, he's kidding. I think it's no joking here. Are you not getting sticking. those meals anymore? I do. I still get the meals. Oh, cool. You're yeah. Di- wow. The- but I still have to like weekends and and breakfast and stuff. I I still have to figure out, but. It's it hasn't been a problem. I, I got a jar of peanut butter. That's like gold. Uh, that's hard to get. It's just been sitting up in my closet. I mean, up in my cabinet for like I don't know how long, but it's still good. Okay. I think. It's, okay, yeah, because they closet. do expire. Yeah. Yeah. Subscription boxes have never been more handy than right now because I yeah I have a coffee one that I get sent coffee every month, and then oh, I yeah. have a, a tea one. And I was like, otherwise, this would have been, if I ran out of coffee, to go to the grocery store just for coffee would have been a nightmare. <sighs> so it's now I'm like, oh, bad. sweet. It's gotten like a I lot went- better. I will say, over the week, it's gotten better. Yeah, I went to a CVS at like 10 o'clock on Saturday night. There was nobody in there. And they had they had pretty much everything except for toilet paper yeah. and, uh, you know, hand sanitizer and so, but as far as food goes, they had coffee, they had cereal, they had milk. Yeah. They had, I didn't check to see if they had eggs. I should have got eggs. I oh, am. Um, I had to go to the pharmacy as well uh, earlier in the week. And literally people were in line like six feet apart. This was my first time seeing that. That's good. Um, and I think obviously the toilet paper was gone. But like I also needed like cotton rounds, you know, to use like toner. And like the section that they were at was empty. And I was like, oh, God, are people buying that for toilet paper? I think anything that people can use to improvise toilet paper is unfortunately. My CVS had a shit ton of tissues, like in multiple sections. Yeah, but you can't wipe your butt with tissues. I mean, you want to bet? You want to try? Look, Courtney, in this trying times, it's either tissues or thumb. Make your choice. There's going to be so many plumbing issues this next couple weeks. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, I read oh, something. Boy. It's probably a lie, but I read something about like some cities plumbing got messed up because people were flushing their shirts. Shut <laughs> but, up. Did, did they just, did they just typo shits? <laughs> I can't tell what's true on the internet anymore, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm just I, glad uh, we, got to, we got to experience like hotel life for a good 12 days. And- bro, can we talk about a couple of the insane restaurant experiences we had? Yes, there are dude. some fun ones, dude. Bro, bro, Damien, take it away on Mjolnir. So Mjolnir was recommended to me by a couple different people. Um, it is like a Scandinavian, like Viking sort of restaurant in Melbourne. And so basically you show up, everything is like Viking themed. It looks like you're sort of in like a longhouse situation. 
And uh, if you order a drink, it's served to you in a horn, like a horn of mead. Uh, you pick out your own steak knife when you get like there. Literally like literally like a sheep's horn. A sheep's horn. Yeah, no, it was pretty. De- no, I, th- I think that was actually like buffalo probably. It was big, yeah. It was huge. It was, um, it, was a, it was a buffalo horn. And then, yeah, the knives, each of them had a different blade. You'd pick the grip and as you pull it out, you'd see what your blade looked like. What your blade was. It was like a different size or whatever. It's funny. It was so cool. So Matt, Rob, and I split a marrow bone and then they poured whiskey into the bone for you to drink. And it was so like. So crazy. Yeah, it was, it was a crazy cool. experience. It was, we also, that was where Matt Rob tried his first oyster, right? Oh, yeah. That's and true. he didn't like it at first, but then the rest of the trip, he was like all about it. He Bro, got an oyster at like pretty much every meal. were so good. Yes. Oh, my God. They're my fun. favorite oysters were the ones at Vieux du Monde transition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Vieux du Monde. I found this restaurant the last time I was in Melbourne. I didn't get to it. I think I turned it down because it was really expensive. But I was like, hey, this is a special trip. Like, you know, there's only so we're only going to get so many opportunities to go out to this this area. Might as well just do a big one night. So we went out to this like it's like a fine it's like a fine dining restaurant uh, at the top. It was like the the course meal situation. Yeah. Portions. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, it was a nine course meal, 15 dishes in total a 20 hour experience dude yeah it did take a long ass time we were we got there at six the the uh the the reservation was for six o'clock and we left there at what 11 it was like 10 30 ish i kept joking that like we'd be on the flight home and then all of a sudden the pilot would turn around and be like and for your last bite today we have (laughs) and it'd be like no we're still here but it was it was insane. Like, I, I'm still going to post a story about it later because I took a bunch of pictures and photos. But, like, they prepared this whole thing like it was like a ballet. Like, they would come out the course and then they would, like, time it that they would, like, serve everyone at the same time. And, like, all the ingredient, like, every ingredient ingredient and, like, food that they used was sourced from Australia. Like, oftentimes from, like, a local farmer or yeah, like, the whole this, meal was of, to be, it was called like the flavors of Australia, right? Or like the yeah. taste of Australia. It was the kind of thing where like they would serve you a fish and they wouldn't just tell you about the fish. They'd be like, and the person's name who caught it is Mike. He's 47 yeah. years old. He's missing his thumb. He And you're just like, <laughs> this is local as hell. Like, that's cool. Yeah. And they were talking about how like even the, because uh, they did like oysters for the first course. They like had us like get up from our table and go over to like the like the chef's like table. And uh, and they they had us like try these different oysters with like different like Australian ingredients on it. Finger limes. I had never even heard of finger limes before. Yeah. But, you open uh, up these like they look like red chili peppers and you open them up and it looks like it's caviar inside. Like these little red like salmon mm-hmm. roll looking things. But they're limes. They're little just juice pods of limes. Little lime bobas. It was the craziest thing. So good. It was yummy. Yeah. And then. Uh, Best oysters ever. Yeah. The oysters. And then they were like, oh, and by the way, we don't just throw these shells out. We send it to a place that grinds them down. And then they add it to like this artificial reef that they're building. Um, like out in Off the van. The yeah. That's freaking cool. So um, awesome. But yeah, it was nine courses. Like, and then like when like the sort of like main food was over and it was like getting to like desserts, he was like, the guy was like, oh, and uh, could you walk with us this way? And we're like, okay. And he's like, yeah, I just want to show you around the place. We're like, okay, sure. <laughs> and like, he took us like through this area and then oh, out, God. out to this balcony. And it's like, it's on the 55th floor of this building. It's like one of the tallest buildings in Melbourne. So you have this insane view and he has Smosh music playing with these dishes that have like, congrats, um, Smosh, <laughs> like, and had all our names, had all of our names on there. Uh, they might List have- off all the names. So it was uh, Ian, Damien, Courtney, Matt, Sarah, and James. James, James is my James. best friend. Ah, uh, James. But I think I was thing- like, did I get all your names right? We were like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh but like the thing is like I didn't tell I didn't tell them anything about Smosh in the reservation. I just I put my name down in the reservation and that's it. I didn't say anything about Smosh. And he had this whole thing set up with like Smosh music playing. Yeah, we literally like, came out to Tomahawk Chop. Tomahawk Chop. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was so uh, ridiculous. They have to Google their clients, dude. There's no way. Either a staff member recognized our name and told everyone, or they should Google everyone they take reservations with. I, I have a feeling they do that. I have a feeling they do like some version of that for their special guests. That like was that. so funny, though, James. So funny. Yeah, James. <laughs> I, I loved... That was a really cool experience. It was really cool to like be in Olivia's Instagram story, you know? <laughs> yeah, we were oh in it. That's, we experienced it. We now yeah. know what Olivia experiences every day. <laughs> yeah, the Olivia VR experience, yeah. And she's dope. still experiencing it even in quarantine because she's an excellent chef and is cooking the craziest meals for her and Sam right now. I'm like, Dude, are you kidding? <laughs> That's so cool. It's insane. So crazy. Uh, so we did that. We did another like really awesome uh, restaurant, the one that I ran to in Sydney. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, then, the Japanese fusion one? Dude. Japanese Chinese kept, fusion restaurant? Yeah, it was super good. And then I capped off. It was the stupidest decision ever, but I um, I got dinner with uh, the guy who created, um, he's an animator. He created Super Smosh and Alfred and Poe. Those were cartoons that we had on Shut Up Aww. Cartoons. And I got, I got together with him because he's Australian. And uh, we went out to a buffet, which is probably the dumbest thing. But it was like a fancy could... buffet, wasn't it? Yeah, but but still, there was like no sneeze guards or anything. Like, oh no, like, oh smart. Oh, so God. it's all just like smart. It's man. all just food that you can grab. And I was like, well, I hope coronavirus hasn't hit this part yet, because this is the stupidest thing I could be doing right now. Oh my God. And up, you know, maybe maybe I made it out okay. I don't know yet. But we also had delicious dim sum at that one place. And then there was the Korean restaurant because I was dying for Korean food as soon as we got there, which is a very popular genre of food uh, out there, which is cool. And what else did we try? Then there's Frankie's Pizza, the coolest Frankie's experience. Pizza. Oh, Frankie's Live Pizza. Live karaoke with so a rock cool. band. It was awesome. Yeah, at first when they brought out the song list, it was like a very limited song list as opposed to the like binder that you usually get at a karaoke place. And I was like, oh, that's too bad. But it was because they have a live band playing behind you and they just know those songs very well. So it was like... It was a pretty dang unique experience. Yeah. And then when we like put our names in, we all expected that we were going to be in the order we signed like signed up, but the band like made a set list like literally to make an arc of the show. So mm-hmm. like uh Matt was last cuz I guess he picked the most fun song. Wasn't it Living on a Prayer? Yeah, yeah it was something bunch like of, that. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it was so it was so crazy and it was like scary too. I feel like I should have picked a better song. I did uh It's My Life, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but the No Doubt one, not oh, the, the bon No Joe Doubt one. one. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, the No Doubt It's My Life. It's my Oh, I can't do it. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, and they like also cuz they girls like I guess girls don't really perform there that often and so like i guess girls songs they aren't very used to they're like yeah we haven't played this song in six months so we'll try and they like wow. messed up in the beginning yeah, and stuff. women were not allowed to sing in australia until like 2013 it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure i guess i'm just not because like in la when you're like at a karaoke bar like people are just cutthroat trying to get a turn mm-hmm. to sing yeah and like do do their thing so like i don't know i was expecting that but it's like i don't know i guess it's different when there's a live band doing it which was so fun dude it was insane i never i never had like a uh, it's it's almost like you get a rock star experience like Mm -hmm. yeah like i'm gonna say everyone's down like it was dope and everyone was like i want to do it again it was like packed with people and everyone's having a good time and we the might pizza have had, was good too. The it was pizza like was pretty good. Style. And we might have and we had, got a new inside joke about the businessman. Oh god. <gasps> oh my god. And wait. we discovered we Oh yeah, wait, let's do the story of businessman. Do the story of businessman. Just because I'm gonna do it on Smosh from here on out and I want people to know what it is. Basically, there was this dude at the table in front of us. We were at a table in the very back, a booth, and we had a clear shot of the stage. And there was one dude at the table directly in front of us who kept standing up to get his friends like drink orders, but he would just sort of like also stand there and was like a pretty like built human um you know and so and he was also in like a white button-up shirt in this otherwise like very rock and roll kind of establishment and you were everyone was sitting unless they were literally up at the stage or out of the way yeah so like he was dressed like a businessman so people would like very subtly be like hey sit down sit down and i just decided for whatever reason i was grasped by the spirit and i was like oi businessman sit down businessman sit down businessman (laughs) And he like turns around. He's like, "Oh, sorry, brother. I'll sit down. Oh, sorry." And I was just like, 
Damien, I thought it was too loud to hear. I don't know. Damien, can I ask you a question? Yes. Have you ever had your ass kicked at a bar before? No, certainly not by that guy. No way. Because you you definitely took a risk just yelling at a guy, calling him businessman and telling him to sit down. Like, you you don't know who that guy is. It was good vibes. Well, yeah, it's good vibes, but... When alcohol is involved, you never know. I, I I always err on the side of caution. When you were like yelling, businessman, sit down. I was like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> well, you're always like that. You're always like that. We, we were fine. But that, I think that's the closest fight? we ever got to a smosh bar fight. We also found out that because we so we recently we recently had discussed. Well, we Shane had recently decided to show his ability that he has with his eyes, which is actually called Brown syndrome. <laughs> and then that night at Frankie's Pizza, we discovered somehow that Matt Rob also had it. And so they were both doing the thing where they, when you look up, their eyes, their eyes go outward. For us to see your hangout, Shane, you have to talk while doing it. Can you it's please incredible. talk while doing it? Uh, God, I don't want to do it here. Uh, okay, we'll why? save it. We'll save it for a better I'll time. I'll save it. We'll save it for a for a time. Uh, it's maybe I'll. Gain the courage to post it on my Twitter or something. But what was great was Matt was the one making fun of me the most. And then we found out he could do it. Yeah, he and had yeah, no idea. Not, everybody else tried. They can't do it. Only Matt. Only the one making fun of me the most <laughs> could oh, do so it. Oh, so good. It's great. I can't. That was So it. funny. But that was the best. That was the best vacation, man. And the walking around, seeing the garden, seeing the sights. Like, yeah. It was dope. Like, Businessman, if you're so... out there, you're a very nice man. Thank you for <laughs> being such man. a good sport. Thank you, businessman. Thank you, businessman. And we also just did like everything that you can't do now. Like we were all sharing drinks. We were all sharing food. We were in close contact with hundreds, if not thousands of people. Like we we freaking did it up big before we all had to go into our self-imposed isolation. So Yo, we were mad dumb before we fucking... Ooh, we're <laughs> we so mad dumb. We probably shouldn't have been doing any of those things. But, but it was uh, wonderful. But we did it. We did it. And it was wonderful. And I, and I couldn't have done it with a better group of people. True Aww. baby, true baby. Uh, let's let's switch gears real quick. Uh, uh, for the end of the show, that's uh, part of the show. We got I think. um. This is a little segment we call shoot, 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 shoot dude, shoot, 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 dude, that's a that's a new amazing jingle that uh, Kevin put together. So thank you, Kevin. Yeah, thank you guys for submitting your recordings of you guys saying "shoot, dude." That's all viewers submitted. Uh, shoot, dudes from Twitter. Mm. So thank you guys. So this shoot, dude, uh, comes from Migs. My name is Migs, and this happened to me like two years ago. I was at the airport with my family to go somewhere, you know, as one does at an airport. And after immigration, True. there's a there's a security checkpoint. At the conveyor belt, I had to take off my belt because it was required. And when I stepped through the scanner, it beeped, so I had to get a pat down from the guard. Because I had taken off my belt, my pants were quite loose. So when they pat me down, they pulled my pants to my knees. <gasps> I, I quickly pulled it up, but I could tell the both of us were uncomfortable. Shoot, dude. Shoot, dude. Yo, that's a shoot, dude. That is a, a shoot, shoot dude. dude. That's very embarrassing. I wonder if a TSA agent just slightly sees if people's pants will fall whenever he does the, the pat. Oh, it's pat. like a little bet they have. Like, I bet I can get this one down. Yeah. How many do you think we'll get today? My bet's on seven. Like, you know. <laughs> that's what happens when your TSA agent was your middle school bully. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Have you guys ever been pantsed? Were you ever pantsed in school? No, thank goodness. Um, possibly. I just wouldn't remember. I think it happened a lot in our middle school, but it was kind of like, yeah. It was I don't thing. think I was ever pantsed. I know that's how I saw my roommate's wieners because somebody pantsed him and his underwear came down with it. And I was awesome. like, well, oh, there it gosh. is. Well, that well, would be my fear. Like, what kind of tight underwear are y'all wearing? The the- oh, yeah. Like, you got to be wearing, like, sweatpants most of the time to be able to be successfully pantsed. Otherwise, it's just like, ha-ha, we're flashing the world on your behalf. Ha-ha, this is assault. Yeah, it doesn't oh. sound very 2020. It's not very To be pantsed. Dude, that was not very Cash 2020 of you. <laughs> cash 2020? That's your shoot, dude, for the week. Shoot, dude. It's pretty awesome. 
Please submit your shoot dudes to smosh. Wait, did you say Gmail smosh? Dude, shoot dude, D-O-O-D at smosh.com. Okay. There you go. She said it. What would you do without me, pop up? Do you guys have any parting words before we go back to our self-imposed isolation? Yes. Yes, guys. Stay connected with the people you care about. Stay inside for, for the people you care about. And uh, stay moving. Stay active. Stay healthy. Stay hands-washed. Stay sanitized. Stay cute. Also, stay vigilant. Like... After a few days of this and, you know, maybe a couple of weeks, we're going to feel like, okay, everything's good now. And people might get more and more, like, complacent and be like, I can go out now. Do it, See this through. Make it count. Make the sacrifice you're doing now actually count and see it through. So stay inside. Stay safe. Um, and Smosh is going to keep bringing you entertainment while we do it. We have lots of content that we already have shot. And then we're going to continue to make stuff from the comfort and safety of our own home with each other, which is fun. I'm really excited for the content we have going yeah, every quarantine ever was super funny. Yeah, I, really, I wonder what it's at now. I dude. think you guys did an awesome job. Uh, Shane, do you have any any parting words? Listen to doctors and scientists. Stay hydrated and stay safe. Um, you know, I think I think for a lot of young people, we've been shrugging it off as oh, this only affects uh, older people and immunocompromised. We don't know much about this, so just I mean, don't panic, but stay safe and and treat it as if you're already sick. And uh, so you don't want to infect others. Yeah. And thank you to all the people that are doing their part out there and still working, whether you're in the medical field or the courier field, like grocery store employees still working and putting yourself at risk to help the people who are trying to stay supplied and stay safe. Like you guys are very strong and sorry if there's people that like. Like for the, I feel bad for the people who like have to work and they they can't stay safe, but they're they're doing a huge service to a lot of people. So totally, yeah. so great job. Yeah, um, and I guess I guess know. I would say just uh, I think somebody somebody put it in a good way, and I can't and I'm paraphrasing here, but like you know, looking back, looking back at like you know when like wars happen, you don't remember you don't remember the the times that people took. You remember the the times when people gave. And wow. I think look look for look for opportunities to give and and contribute to your community, to your neighbor. Um, yeah. But also, but also on the flip side, like if if you feel like you need help, don't don't hesitate to ask for help as well. Like we're all we're all here, you know, isolated and and you know by ourselves, but we're not we're not alone. Yeah. So don't be afraid to not afraid, but don't don't hesitate to to reach out for help if you feel like you're struggling with anything. Cool. Yeah. Agreed. All right, gang. All we right. just casted a freaking pod. Yeah, dude. Love Hopefully, I didn't blow out my mic the whole time. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. This is our first time doing this, so. Yeah. We'll right. see y'all soon. Um, this has been great, and I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna be talking to you guys in like two, like an hour or something. It's I like we're saying bye, but we're gonna be talking. In we're like saying two bye seconds. to the pod. Yeah. yeah. We're saying bye to the people. So yeah, people on the pod, enjoy and try to you know have enjoy a good your time. day, guys. Thanks enjoy for listening. Day. Have a wonderful day. Love you. All right. Love yeah. You, bye. Play, play Animal Crossing. Bye. Play Animal Crossing. Bye. Yep. <laughs>